Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality, Women Leading Audaciously. Our audacious leader today is Kristen Marquis of Marquis Media, and I'm really excited about what she's doing with Femme Founder. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Femme mm-hmm. Founder is uh, really what drew me to Kristen, I have to be honest. And I, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm like so interested because I'm a serial entrepreneur and I love to learn more about women and their journey. And uh, you are you are gathering them, it sounds like. So Kristen, welcome to the show. Please tell us about yourself. Sure. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. Um, just so you have a little bit of background on me, I've been an entrepreneur for the last 15 years. Before starting my first business, I, interestingly enough, had worked for one of the big four management consulting firms. Financial crisis hit. Everybody in the Northeast in my office lost their jobs. So at that point, I said, all right, what am I going to do? Am I going to get a job or start a business? And I, while I was working in consulting, I had a few freelance clients. So I was able to bridge the gap of full being fully unemployed to starting an agency and then within six months you know i scaled up 30 clients full-time team um very stressful working around the clock and um i just learned that i just didn't want to work that much and burn out and the, the amount of time i was working really impacted my personal relationships friends family husband. So I decided it's time to scale back and really niche down and only focus on serving a couple of different industries. And that's how Femme Founder came about. Femme Founder actually came about from people that wanted to work with my PR firm, but they couldn't hire us. They wanted a resource that was PR-based digital marketing um, where they can go to get all the tips that they need to kind of start a business and thrive and do all that good stuff. And, you know, I think the first month we had like five, five readers. Now Mm -hmm. we have millions of readers a month. Um, And the core focus and the core purpose of the brand is now really working to elevate minority based entrepreneurial voices. So, and it could, they could be in any industry, any size. um, But we really just want to help women get their voice out there and to be heard. And um, it's fully monetized, you know, it takes care of itself in terms of money, content production. But, uh, you know, it's really this platform that literally had five readers has really taken on a life of its own and become a full-fledged company that's fully monetized and, you know, counts for half, half my brand's revenue. And, you know, really loving it because I'm able to interview all these amazing women like yourself, which you're going to be part of, um, but also be able to help educate any entrepreneur um, 
whether they're trying to get to that first 50,000, that first 100,000, that 500,000, first million, um, and not lose sight of what the ultimate mission is, which is, like I said, to really elevate the voices of underrepresented segments of the entrepreneurship ecosphere. Oh, that's really exciting. I love the word ecosphere, by the way. <laughs> so, so, well, well, it is, it really is. Yeah, no, I, that's really exciting. And, and what a sense of satisfaction. Actually, I don't know what it was like for you to see that grow in such a short period of time, because mm-hmm. you make these decisions intuitively, you know, like I got to scale back. And I have to refocus and it's, it's a bit of a risk actually. Um, and you did that and you weren't sure it was going to work out. And so what was it like for you in that in-between stage? And then of course, you know, when you saw that it was working, you know, it was terrifying. You know, my husband and I just bought a house, had this <laughs> massive mortgage, you know, I mean, we had all these expenses that we didn't have when we were living in an apartment in Manhattan. Right. And, and um, it was, it was terrifying, you know, because I, stepped out of the full-time role of being the business development person for the PR, for the PR business, right. And doing some client execution work to, to focus on building Femme Founder. Um, But two years in, you know, I was able to start monetizing and start monetizing fast and big. And it was the best thing I could have done for my career. Yeah. And I really want to highlight that experience you had, because I know a lot of women who are listening are in a pivot right now Mm -hmm. and they are having to really look at their lives hard. And they, you know, they just had a year where their kids might not have been in school and they realized they didn't like their job and they're taking massive risks to change their careers, to change the structure of their life. And terrifying, I think is the most accurate word. uh, and, And what many people who are listening are experiencing. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, you don't, when you are pivoting and you're embarking upon a completely new business model that may align with your primary business, be adjacent to it. um, It's kind of like working, walking a tightrope, you know, you don't have any security. And at the end of the day, it's up to you to make the brand succeed. The brand succeed, your family succeed, your health succeed, Mm -hmm. your marriage succeed. It's like, what? Yeah, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. But with a plan and being smart with resources and leveraging all the technology that's out there today, it's very easy to gather content to put together all these different strategies to schedule your social media. You know, you just have to be willing to see it through and you have to be patient. That's the other thing, you know, because this, none of these things happen overnight. See it through, be patient, but also have trust because like during that patience period, if you're like worrying and scrambling and and stressed out and, you know, driving yourself into the ground, it's, that's also not going to help. So being patient, yes, is huge, but there's so much inside of that, you know, <laughs> that roller coaster of mm-hmm. patience. Um, and also knowing when to cut the cord. I mean, you probably had certain deliverables that you were like, okay, not deliverables, but limits. Like, okay, if this isn't working by this date, I'm going to have to pivot, for example. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to be willing to walk away, you know, if you're not seeing something 
change, you know, or you're not able to hit that first benchmark. And, and trust me, you know, I mean, the first couple of years, 2017, 2018, I was kind of like, well, what am I doing? You know, uh, you know, I want to actually start making some money (laughs) and, you know, I really start making money and a lot of it until 2019, but but it's patience, it's persistence, you know, and it's persevering through the hard times. Yeah. And I I think also what I'm, what I'm present to in Femme Founder is really that also you're supporting, you're creating people who can support each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Creating a community um, and really having people collaborate, not so much compete. Um, It's new for females in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And that is, I think, where we're headed actually uh, for our future. Agreed. Fully. Yeah. So beautiful. I love it. Okay. So you're a wife, you've got these businesses, you're making (laughs) it happen. Um, How do you, how do you maintain it for yourself in your day to day? You know, last year, 2021 was a great year. You know, I mean, I was very busy, had the best financial year ever, you know, team intact, was only working about 30 hours a week. Come January of this year, from January up until about a week ago, I had such exponential growth and the growth was coming from all these outlets through my PR and creative agency, um, that I started to lose sight of the core customer I wanted to serve. So for that eight weeks, you know, I was working 80 hours a week and I said, I don't want to do this. So what I did, I sat down very thoughtful about it, very deliberate about it. I decided to cut all the contracts that weren't serving me, serving my team, serving our purpose. Anybody that was toxic, anybody that was abusive, got rid of them. And you know, this past week has been like a fresh a breath of fresh air. It's been fantastic. You know, I'm sleeping till 7.30. Oh you know, I get to I get to work out for two hours in the morning. You know, I get to go <laughs> for, for runs in the afternoon. My husband is fantastic. So I'm actually able to sit here and do this with you. You know, if this was two weeks ago, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been happening. So. Oh my gosh. Well, those of you who can see Kristen, she is like very young looking. I mean, seriously, she could be in her 20s. I have a feeling she's not because of all no. the um, <laughs> but, I mean, She's just like glowing. She's just natural. She has this beautiful, like rosy glow to her. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah. So um, just to, so those of you who are listening, you know, that's the, it's cutting toxic ties, relationships, um, contracts that are no longer serving you, whether that's in your personal life, your internal emotional life <laughs> or your business life. Yeah. I did the same thing in December and it, it was, it's been tumultuous. I'm not going to lie. It's been, um, you know, a challenge, but I can see now momentum is building and like the blue sky is not even close to the limit. (laughs) Right, right. And he, you know, sometimes it's really difficult to see the forest through the trees, but sometimes you just have to take a step back and say, you know what, all this money isn't worth my health. It's not worth my mental health. It's not worth any of this. And I remember talking to my father a couple of weeks ago when I was in the thick of like this crazy, stressful, um, very tense time. And he said to me, he's like, Christine, you're 42 years old. It, you shouldn't be working like the way that you are. It's like, you need to just get rid of everybody that isn't serving your purpose. And that's what I did. What a great dad. 
no, thanks. <laughs> Trust me, we've had our, you know, just like any father daughter relationship, but yeah, I'm very fortunate. That's awesome. Well done. Um, so you were probably really tired. Sounds like kind of close to burnout. Uh, what is your go-to when you're feeling tired? Some people it's just sleep, right? So no, you don't have to have a fancy answer, you know, but I'm just curious, like what, what, when you're feeling really low, what is your go-to? Uh, running, you know, endurance running, you know, doing 10, 15 miles. That's really what <laughs> gets me in the right frame of mind. You know, in the past I would go out with my friends, you know, my husband, you know, we'd go out and drink a bunch of wine and do all this. And, you know, I just got really sick of being tired and hungover. And I just said, you know what, working out running is my, the way that I'm able to decompress, de-stress, and focus. Oh, I love that. So. Depress, de-stress, and focus. <laughs> that is what you have to do when you're feeling tired. And it looks different for everybody. You know, I just, just a, like a side note here. I really try to get into running. I had a phase when I was running every day, at least once a day. Okay. I lived in Switzerland at the time uh, and they had those like finish, I think they're called finish tracks with um, uh, mulch. Mm-hmm. And I used to, I, I was really, really into it. And I've kind of gotten away from it. I live in a very mountainous area and there are a lot of ultra marathoners here training. And uh, it always just seems, I don't know, maybe you just get to a level. Um, do you think that running up and down steep hills is, is healthy, is good, or does it not matter? You just run. You know, I, I mean, I think that it's good for endurance, but the other thing is you have to be careful about your knees and your hips. That's you know? what I was thinking. We're not 15 years old anymore. You right. know, you can't be running, you know, on hard pavement. I think, I think maybe if you're a seasoned condition runner, it, you know, doing long distances up and down hills, maybe twice a week is good, but I wouldn't recommend much more than that. Otherwise you're not going to have any, <laughs> your knees are going to go. Yeah. I mean, they're fire roads, right? So they're, so they're not, it's gravel, but still you slip and it's, you know, tricky. And then, um, did you read that book born to run? I actually started it, but I haven't finished it. No, it's a great story. You know, I found it to be very entertaining actually. Mm-hmm. I also learned a lot. Um, and so they were talking mm-hmm. a lot about barefoot running. And so, and I tried that for a long time. Like I got like these really funny shoes. Everyone made fun of me. Cause it looked like I was wearing socks, you know? And I was like, yeah, but I had to have leather soles because I want to get grounded. Like I really got into this, you know, I was uh, geeking out on it. Um, so, but now I'm kind of like, well, actually I think I might need some more support. Um, <laughs> so what shoe do you use? I'm curious. I use New Balance, you know, I actually, yeah, I go to the New Balance store and have the, the mold of my foot taken just because I do. Oh distance running. So, you know, but if I was only going to run like mile or two a day, you know, I'd pick any shoe off the rack. Oh, so you go the full cost because, you know, shoes can really make or break you come to find out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I if I'm going to commit to running, which I think is a very efficient, very natural thing for the human body to do that much, I'm convinced of. And then of course I've had all these other arguments and excuses. And I know you ladies listening can relate. Oh, I've got too much jiggle to run and, oh, you know, my hair, (laughs) whatever. It's like excuses. Right. Um, and I do hike, I hike every day, but it's same principle, but doesn't give you the same endorphin high. Let's just face it. Like Mm -hmm. it's so, um, I also do other stuff. Like I do a lot of yoga and I do, um, like this resistance training. Even my friends were visiting from the East coast today. And I led, uh, I led them in a morning practice and it was totally like it changed their day. I know it did. They were like, 
And it was like a mixture between cardio and resistance training and yoga, which was really fun. Oh yeah. But there's something about being in nature. Yeah. For a few hours. mm -hmm. Being outside, getting the fresh air, being on the beach. You know, I, I mean, I live in a very residential neighborhood now with no cars and very nice home. So it's very nice to run around here. You don't have to run around people. When I lived in Manhattan, running was like a nightmare <laughs> because I mean, I'd be literally pushing people out of my way, get out of my way, you know, like I'm trying to, here. yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and running in the park sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it looks so romanticized, you know, in the movies and on television, there's something so majestic and beautiful yeah. about it. But when you actually do it, it sucks. <laughs> I love your candor. With how <laughs> smelly it is and how many people are around. It's Especially just, in summer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> As you know, yeah. New York is not a place to be in the summer. Oh <laughs> not God. Manhattan anyway. So funny. Well, I just want to encourage our listeners to um, give themselves permission to do whatever it is they need to do when mm-hmm. they're really tired and run down. But I love how you said, you know, focus and, and you used three words. So it was focus. It was just discharge, but it was decompress, de-stress and focus. Yeah. It's really <laughs> key. And I think that's the key to vitality. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think it's the fancy facial or the spa day. And those are great. Definitely do those. But it is this deeper, it's this deeper work of knowing, Hey, I've got to, I got to set some boundaries. I'm not going to work this hard, which you're a brilliant example of. I'm going to restructure my business. And then again, this year you did it again. And it's like layers and layers and layers. It's like constant opportunity to up level so that you can have your vitality and shine. Oh. Kristen, like you're shining. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And it's, you know, it's 4 PM here. My circadian rhythms usually shut down by three, you know, cause I'm usually up earlier. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, by three o'clock it's nap time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course, it, uh, you know, I mean, one thing about me is, you know, no BS type of person. I love direct. that. Thank you. <laughs> no filter. So Femme Founder, so would you like um, the women entrepreneurs and women who are listening to come to, to help? Tell yeah, us- yeah, yeah. Come to Femme Founder. Come check out the platform. Um, y- you know, we'd love to elevate your voice, showcase your story. You know, you can reach out to us. The email and the form is on the website. Just let us know. Let us know that you came through this podcast, you know, and we'll get your story up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Any last words of wisdom for our listeners? Yeah, just don't take yourself too seriously. Um, And also take time to laugh and know it's okay to pivot. Because being a female business owner, always evolving, you're always changing. Um, And nothing is ever going to work out as you plan it. (laughs) So you need to have contingency plans in place. I'm so glad I asked that question because those are words that we all need to hear right now. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. 
Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast dash guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me.